Hello, EK Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap. It is episode 36. It's March the 22nd, 2022. Closing in on the end of the month and closing in on what will be the final round of the Challenge of the Americas in Sonoma, California. Again, those of you may be new to our Outlap podcast. These are all part of our EKN Trackside Live coverage. Uh, essentially dialing things in, getting you ready to go for the weekend event, perfect for the commute to or from work. This edition of the EKN Outlap presented by Acceleration Cart Racing. Acceleration Cart Racing has everything you need to go racing, from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from, and cart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of cart racing under their belts, Acceleration Cart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Cart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. Head to www.shopakr.com. All right, David, uh, another series from 2022, getting ready to put the cap on it, and that's the challenge of the Americas, the West Coast Winter Series. We're heading to uh, Sonoma, California. I'm flying in tomorrow from here, from, from Barber Motorsports Park, down here at the track for the Road to Indy and USF Junior Spring Training. Now heading back to uh, to Sonoma, flying into San Fran tomorrow. We'll roll down to pick you up on Thursday. About time to go racing again. Yeah, excited to get back to Sonoma. Love that place. Love going there. Love the area. The racetrack is amazing, and we get to uh, to experience a, a revised racetrack. So that'll be uh, exciting. Again, close out the 15th season for the Challenge of the Americas. Yeah, I, you know, Sonoma is just one of the most beautiful tracks in the country in terms of, of the view from, from where we are at start-finish. But as a, you know, as a commentator, the racing is always so good. There's so many overtaking opportunities at the track. Always sets itself up for a good, you know, last lap battle, depending on how the the, the event, uh, the race is shaping up. So really excited about that one. Of course, the event officially March 25th, 26th, 27th, uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this coming week. Sonoma, as David said, final two rounds, rounds five and six of a six-round championship, Rock Cup uh Tickets to the international, the super final, the Rock Cup super final up for grabs. And of course, uh, uh, Rock Vegas as well. David has mentioned 15th season, David, for the championship, all beginning back in 2008. Yeah. In the fifth season with Rock Cup USA, it's, yeah. uh, you know, certainly made a progression from its start uh, back in uh, 2017 or 2018, I believe, and, uh, and continued on. And again, we saw big numbers opening events, you know, in Phoenix and Tucson or Tucson and Phoenix and now heading to Sonoma. Uh, they just wrapped up the uh, the Rock Sonoma opener opener last weekend uh, at Sonoma. So some of the local drivers got their their first event in a uh, number of probably competitors for Challenging Americas were there getting prepped up and ready for this weekend. Yeah, a little taste, right? A little bit of testing. Uh, so we'll be running a, a seven-tenths mile, 11-turn uh, track in the clockwise direction. For those of you who may have not been to Sonoma Raceway or maybe just watched it on TV, you know that there's a drag strip there. They run an NHRA National there. And, of course, uh, NASCAR uh, has been there in years past, and as has IndyCar for the road course. The, the kart track itself, kind of up on the hill, a little bit south of the track itself. David, you, you kind of mentioned it a little bit. We're running the National Layout. But as you teased, an updated tic-tac-toe section. Give us a little more insight on that. Yeah, if if you are familiar with the Sonoma Circuit, it had a section called tic-tac-toe, which was really an, a really hardcore S's section, you know, where you see a little back to forth, back and forth. Um, the left-hand corner was the, was the corner where everybody would just essentially soar over the curbing, something something you we we saw similar to in Colorado at Grand Junction. Yeah. Um, same thing was with there, Orlando. Wasn't really even a corner, right? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, drivers <laughs> would just go straight through it. Uh, very similar to Orlando, where they would hit the right-hander super hard to kind of make it a straight path to the next left. Well, this yeah. is a right-left-right section, and they have actually revised it to where they're more defined corners now. So it's a harder 90 right hand and a harder 90 uh, left hander for the uh, the tick and the tack. Toe section is still the same, uh, which is essentially it's kind of at a landing spot. It's they use the, the racetrack 
actually has helicopter landings for some of their bigger events. Yeah. And so, um, so we'll, we'll get to, uh, get some videos of that section and kind of, you know, see, I, I saw some onboard video, uh, from this past weekend and it, it's certainly a more defined corners to where you're not just driving straight through, uh, in the, in the left-hander. So it's not a tic-tac-toe, it's more of a tic-tac-toe. It's right? a layout, exactly. I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously you still kind of call it that section because obviously you keep the name going. But yeah, it's it's a longer tick and a longer tack. Uh, indeed. it's. Uh, it, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. I haven't seen it. Uh, David Sonoma has really, you know, we talked about 15 years of the series. Sonoma really has been a big, big part, right? The 11th time that, that this challenge of the Americas has gone to Sonoma. It's kind of been that awesome place to finish it up, wrap it up a number of years, 11 times. Sonoma has been the finale for the challenge of the Americas. Yeah. It was the original finale location in 2008, uh, but they actually had a, or no, it wasn't. It was the middle event. And they actually had torrential rains that canceled round four. And they had to actually move right. that to to uh, to Xplex. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of history at Sonoma, obviously being the, the finale from 2010 to 2011. And then had a run from 2014 to 2019. Obviously, we were not there in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic that hit, that canceled that event. But uh, we went right back there last year in 2021. So a lot of championships have been decided. Again, we've we've run this in the clockwise and the counterclockwise directions. We, I believe, changed it up last year with uh, removing the the tack and the toe section last year because we only ran the tick and we did a kind of a, a double right-hander there. So it, it changed things up a little bit there too, as well. So we've run multiple different layouts. We've different directions and uh, lots of championships decided in Sonoma. So when Sonoma's great, it's great. When it's not great, it's cold <laughs> and rainy <laughs> because it is the spring as we know, David, let's talk about weather right now. Could be nice seventies, right? Friday, Saturday, but looking at that weather forecast for Sunday, maybe not quite ideal. Yeah, as of right now, or when I wrote the script, it had a 41% chance of rain being cold as well. Right now, I'm seeing only 38% chance, so that's better. And the temperature's gone up. It's up, It's saying 65 now to where it was saying in the 40s. So Yeah, I'll take that. That, you know, 70, 70s on Friday and Saturday with no... Really, no percent chance of rain, but Sunday still a thirty-eight percent chance with uh, at least warmer temperatures. If it's a warm rain, that'll be a lot better than cold rain. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let's have a look at the event schedule: Wednesday and Thursday, unofficial practice run by the racetrack. So if you haven't had a chance to beat a Sonoma, you can uh, get on track there on Wednesday and Thursday. But uh, Friday, David, the normal challenge uh, set up with uh, three eight-minute sessions, and in the afternoon. 12-minute session, then the longer hot pit open qualifying, pre-qualifying uh, pre session, uh, 17 minutes long. I love that session at the end of the day where it's, we have the open hot pit. Yeah, again, provides the, the opportunity for drivers to come in and kind of get a race setup going and figure out what's working, what's not, especially at that time of the day. Also, an opportunity for drivers to put in some qualifying sim runs, come yeah. in, make change tires, put new tire new tires back on and, and kind of get an idea of what what to expect for qualifying now that a lot of the rubber has been laid down and the tracks certainly going to be uh optimal grip at, the, at that time of day but uh yeah it's a good time and then we'll uh and we'll hopefully set up for what we're hoping to do a uh, another 10 talk at the yeah. end of the day friday uh talked with brown white racing we're going to be uh under that tent Friday evening, so we'll be able to chat with him and uh, and and a bunch of the CRG drivers under the tent. Yeah, looking forward to another tent talk there with Ron White. Saturday and Sunday rounds five and round six, respectively. Warm up in the morning, qualifying and pre-finals. Fourteen laps for all the categories, other than cadet. They'll run eleven final uh, main final events, uh, of course, to cap off the day. Twenty laps finals. Cadet drivers running sixteen lappers. Folks, first break of the action. We get back. We'll jump into the numbers. We'll let you know uh, what we've got in terms of pre-entry coming into the event. Uh, and we'll do that after this break. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're carting to win, 
it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Alan Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment, Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track and their carding lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT carding helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual density interior foam lining and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed Carbon Curva Rib Protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to StiloHelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo, any competition, one helmet. Welcome back to the ECAN Outlap for this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas, the finale in Sonoma. Overall, uh, key, well, the 95 drivers pre-entered right now and that's significantly down from where we were pkra that we could get some walk-ups of course the local drivers maybe from sonoma coming in as well but the other there's a conflict this weekend right the texas sprint racing series is running uh a week before the scusa pro tour opener winter nationals out at nola so i know that there are a number of drivers who have elected to to go run that race as opposed to capping things off here in sonoma yeah, that's part of it. Uh, you know, and the local contingent hopefully are going to be at track uh, entry so we can get over that hundred mark. Uh, you know, having their first event this past weekend, you know, probably people were not uh, anxious to, to pre-enter for the challenge weekend, depending on how things go. So I'm we're, we're hoping to see, you know, I would I would think at least 10 drivers. So hopefully that'll get us over that hundred mark yep. and then uh, and go from there and see what, what else we can get. But uh yeah, it's very interesting. We're down almost 30 from PKRA and almost down 30 from last year's race at Sonoma. So, again, hopefully we'll we'll get more of those walk-ups uh, on the weekend. Well, and I think we're seeing some of the drops, right? We, you know, Micro's down to two from five. We lost a handful of drivers in Mini Rock down to the 14 mark. We don't really even need to talk about the junior and senior rock classes. It's just it's been non-existent this year. Uh, Masters Rock down a couple. We'll talk. You know, we'll dive more into it. We know a couple of drivers could be, uh, you know, at track decisions uh but still pretty strong 100 cc junior from 25 down to 23 so a couple extra entries and we we, we matched the junior category from phoenix a total of 10 down from senior 100 cc another one of the bigger classes david at that scusa pro tour event so it's not a direct conflict but with the texas sprint series running this weekend i have to think a couple of those guys in 100 cc senior may be going to uh, to new orleans yeah, I think that's where you see a majority of the the numbers fall is that yeah. category. And then Rock Shifter as well, too, down yeah. to 12. 
uh, I would expect though some locals to be uh, to, to be entering that race, that category as well too. So, uh, you know, again, not not completely uh, bad in terms of numbers, but again, we obviously know the the different factors as to why we're seeing what we're seeing and and what to expect, uh, you know, going forward. Indeed. Hey, bottom line is we're going racing. The Masters drivers who run should challenge hanging with the with with the challenge. Eleven drivers again in hundred cc Masters and ten drivers in Rock Shifter Masters. And again, as David said, there are a number of local drivers running in the Rock Shifter category. So maybe we'll get some some late entries, some at track entries to bump that up. No doubt we're going to get over over a hundred. Will, will we get to one hundred and five? Will we get to one hundred and ten? That's what we'll see. Uh, Bottom line is, David, can, uh, only six Canadians, two down from from Phoenix. Everything kind of settling in, you know, with the with the border, the whole crossing still getting testing back and forth. Interesting that the testing actually will to get back to Canada. You will, if you're fully vaxxed, you will not have to get tested. But that's into April. We'll be done by that time. But this, as things start to ease, I think you'll see more Canadians coming down to run that challenge in 2023. Yeah, I think that's that's the uh, the key aspect to getting those numbers up even higher. You know, there's a good contingent of Canadian drivers on the on the west side of the country that uh, enjoy coming to the Challenge in the Americas and haven't been able to do that. And I'm sure there's going to be some more new drivers that uh, haven't experienced the Challenge in the Americas with uh, you know the growth in in karting in Canada as well as here in the United States. So again, that's just the continuation of the evolving of the series and getting introducing new people and, and getting new people back or former racers back. And it's just, it continues to evolve, but hopefully yes. Once, uh, once we begin 2023 challenges, America's we'll we'll have uh, no issues with the border crossing. Another quick break. We get back. Uh, David and I will dive into the shifter rock and shifter masters rock. We'll look at the drivers we have entered. We'll look at the points coming into the finale. It is going to be uh, some great racing. Shifters always uh, impressive and fun to watch at Sonoma. Don't go with us, folks. More to come in this edition of the Outlap. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. History. Success. Family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one -on -one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometKartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, episode number 36. It is March the 22nd. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. 
both of us getting set to head to Sonoma, California, flying into San Francisco for the final rounds of this year's Challenge of the Americas. And looking forward, as always, to Shifter Racing uh, at Sonoma. There's been so many big races throughout the years, and it's always just a great place to run shifters. In the Shifter Rock class, David, 12 pre-entries in total. Winners on the year, Kyle Wick, of course, sweeping the action at Tucson. Uh, Jacob Gulick and Hunter Pickett. Uh... Yeah, it's certainly going to be a, a good GFC battle between the top two drivers uh, under the tent, at least for this weekend, with Pickett obviously having a championship under his belt. Gulick and now into second year in the shifter category both picked up victories in phoenix to kind of put the uh almost kind of put the score even pickett obviously had a better weekend in tucson ahead of gulick as they were both chasing kyle wick who was not in phoenix so that's kind of shooken up the championship chase so uh yeah it's you know pickett's going to be at his home track so gulick's got obviously got work to do uh, but you know pickett's going out there to try and, and claim some history and be the first driver to ever score two championships in the rock shifter division. Kiriakosuk is a, a local driver as well. So he knows that track with speed sense. We'll see if he's able to dial things in. Um, one of the big things, David, uh, Hannah Greenmeyer and Kyle Wick, the two drivers who will not be there uh, this weekend. Both those drivers, of course, running the Scusa Pro Tour will be at the Texas race, as I mentioned before. So so uh, no Wick, no Greenmeyer, very likely a three or four driver battle up front. Yeah, I, I would I would think right now for the championships between Pickett and Gulick, but I think yeah. on on the racetrack itself, I, I don't think you can count out Sukis. You know, yeah, it's his rookie season, but uh, you know, Sonoma's a home track. You know, performed pretty well last weekend. I th- obviously you got to count in Ron White. Ron White's going to be in the mix. Agreed. It's his home track as well to the the ageless Ron White that is, and <laughs> and you know. Um, uh, I believe Martin is going to be racing as well too. I'm not sure on that, but I think he raced last weekend at the, at the regional as well. So, you know, I would think, uh, uh, he might, he might have an opportunity to be Ryan Martin might have an opportunity to be in the mix as well too. Uh, other names, you know, I, th- I think those are kind of, and Cody Hodgson, that's, Cody that's Hodgson. the other name I was looking that's for. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and he's, 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 uh, again, He's kind of like a Ron White, a veteran driver, has a lot of laps. Also, Remo Ruskitty, the Canadian yeah. coming down. Yeah. You know, that's that's going to be – there's going to be some drivers that could put a challenge uh, for the top spot. It's a matter of, you know, how how good is Pickett going to be? I think that's going to be the measuring stick. And and I, I also – you know, I, I expect I'll be talking about Micah Hendricks too, right? Micah's been strong all year long. Uh, able to run tracks in in Tucson and Phoenix that he's you know knows really well. He obviously knows Phoenix very well. So let, let's keep Micah Hendricks in the conversation as well. But I think that's pretty much the drivers we look for. Twelve pre entries, as I said. But you mentioned Ryan Martin, David. We may get up to you know thirteen, fourteen, fifteen in this category. Yeah, that's where I see uh, some walk ups coming in. You know, hopefully we'll get a couple more, and then obviously in Shifter Masters Rock as well too. Yeah, indeed, the Masters category is going to be good. We have 10 drivers in total in the Shifter Masters class. So Jimmy McNeil, a couple of wins in uh, in Tucson. Cliff Cuella and Kevin Woods, the winners in Phoenix. McNeil did not make the run to Phoenix, David. So Cuella and Woods, only 63 points apart, uh, coming into the finale here this weekend. And, and Nick Firestone, just 70 points back, too. So all three of those drivers in the championship battle. Yeah, that's going to be a good little mix. Again, nobody's really stood out. You know, obviously Woods and Coella have those victories. Firestone's but was good in Phoenix. Didn't quite have the luck he wanted to have in Tucson. So, but still was able to pull out some good runs. Um, so yeah, maybe he'll get a little magic in Sonoma to kind of help uh, spark up a championship run against the uh, the two drivers that were the top drivers last year, including Woods trying to uh, to repeat as champion. Do you lean towards Woods with the, with the track knowledge and how much how much time he's got at Sonoma? You got to go with that. You know, yeah. he, he's not again, he's not entered. So I've already confirmed he'll be racing there. Uh, so that's a, another entry that will gain there as well, too. So, uh, yeah, you got to imagine he'll be the measuring stick, kind of like Hunter Pickett will be in Rock Shifter as well. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be the guy to watch, certainly, and practice and warm up. I think there's lots of other guys here as well. You know, we got Nick George for Team Visalia. He's entered to come up with Team Visalia. Maybe we'll get a Jimmy McNeil. We'll see whether or not he comes up. Uh, Fernando Diaz was good out of the gate at Tucson as well, running for GFC and Formula Works. But we also have the entry for Patrick O'Neill for Ron White Racing. Uh, David, 
Uh, Patrick, always really good at his, at his home track in Sonoma. Yeah, home track knowledge goes goes a long way, especially at Sonoma, the way the racetrack changes. Yeah. And so, yeah, this, this master's class is probably going to be a good battle uh, both days. So, again, we'll see what happens in that championship fight. I like the fact that there's only 70 points between Quiella, Woods, and Firestone. A lot of other drivers coming in to potentially uh, scrap it out and kind of mix things up in terms of who can get top points because, you know, Woods and, and Firestone need good good points coming in. Quiella, a little more breathing room with potentially able to have a DNF if things do not go well. Another quick break. When we get back, it'll be Masters Rock, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Junior Rock and Senior Rock categories. David will fill you in on the one entry we have there. Otherwise, Masters Rock dominating the next section. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to episode 36 of our EKN Outlap, and we'll touch quickly here on Masters Rock. Six pre-entries in total. I got to think we're going to have a couple of extra entries coming in later. But, David, the bottom line is this year's Masters Rock dominated by Derek Wang, one of the top Masters drivers in karting worldwide. Certainly is. He's among the the top drivers across the globe, you know, racing at all over Europe, winning multiple uh, you know, racing at multiple events, all different uh, engine manufacturers, manufacturers, and uh, looking to become a four-time champion here at the Challenge, four-time straight champion at Challenge of the Americas. Uh, he's got four four straight wins going right now. Uh, heading into Sonoma last year was had a streak going and had had that end with a, a mechanical issue, I believe, on Saturday. So I think he's going to try and go for the perfect score for the 2022 season. Yeah, and if they only have six entries all total, he's going to essentially win it by starting the main event. If he wins the race, obviously it's outright with five wins as you drop your worst event. Chris Mann's been pretty good throughout the year as well. He and Billy Cleveland kind of been the best of the rest. Uh, 85 points back for Chris Mann, Cleveland in third in points. What are you hearing about Mike Giles and David Pergande, David, in terms of running this weekend? I, I see the notes here says race weekend decision. What's the plan? Yeah, Giles and Pergande are fourth and fifth in the championship, so they're kind of there to battle for that third step on the championship podium. Uh, right now, they're not entered, so uh, they could be uh, race, you know, race day, race weekend decision after you know how Thursday practice goes. Um, I, but they are going to be both there racing again in the uh, in the 100 cc. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. So again, uh, Derek Wang, the man here right now, looking to get another championship. As David said, uh, that streak of titles. And again, Wang just keeps winning coming off that Scuso, uh Super Nationals win last December as well. So just keeps adding it up. 
David, how about just a quick little overview of Senior Rock and Junior Rock? It really, it's been a it's been a weird thing, kind of a, a look at what's going on with karting on the West Coast. Just n- not a lot of guys jumping on board the 125 cc liquid cooled tag program. Just the one entry on the weekend. Yeah, Carson Bowers is the lone entry in Senior Rock. We do not have a Junior Rock driver. That was uh, Tristan Young, who competed both in Tucson and Phoenix. He is elected not to run that category on the weekend, so it'll just be the one Senior Rock driver, which I assume would be in the in with the Masters Rock class. So if we do get walk-ups, they'll, they'll be able to compete in that category. But uh, yeah, just... Again, that's kind of been the the story for the 2022 season is there's not a lot of 125 tag racing on the West Coast. That's it. Tough one for sure. Uh, but again, that's just part and parcel of kind of the ebbs and flows of the sport. 100cc picking up so much momentum over the last uh, year and a half, two years. Let's uh, have another break. When we get back, we'll talk 100cc. We'll go senior, junior, and master, all 100cc in this next segment. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini cart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and the Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2022 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Daytona International Speedway, Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Quincy Grand Prix, Newcastle Motorsports Park, and the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the five-round, regionally-based Ignite Challenge at tracks in Illinois, Ohio, and Missouri. Local club programs have also been established in other states like Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Florida, and more. Join Margay Racing for some fast, fun, and great memories at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite cart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Welcome back to this edition of the EKN Outlap, previewing this coming weekend's finale for the Challenge of the Americas in Sonoma, California. Looking forward to getting up to that fantastic racetrack and joining again everybody involved with the FTK Promotions and Challenge of the Americas family. Uh, Rob had alongside David Cole. David, 16 entries all total in the, the Senior 100cc category. Uh, Jake Drew with a couple of race wins. Um, Hodgson with a couple as well for CompCart J3 competition. Oliver Hodgson. We're not going to have Jake Drew, but not for the reason that everybody else has had before going to Scusa. Jake's actually got one of his ARCA races, I believe, this weekend, right? 
Yeah, Jake uh, will be at Ir- Irwindale Speedway, so uh, near his uh, pretty much, probably his home track, I would think, yeah. for uh, for oval stuff in in the stock car ranks. Uh, yeah, so he has the Arca West program that is going to be racing there, so he will not be in Sonoma, so he's going to focus on that. You know, a good program going for him in the 2022 season. Again, racing carts whenever he can with GFC Racing and Formula Works. So that opens up the championship to uh, Kiriakis Sukis, who's sitting second and has a pretty sizable lead over last year's champion, Liam Lech. So you got OTK versus GFC going in for the championship in this category. Yeah, this is going to be a good battle. Because I, I think, you know, I got Sukas versus Lech for sure. Uh, Eddie Shimon, I think coming off, he, I think he had a win last weekend, if I'm not mistaken, in, in one of the categories Eddie Shimon did for GFC. So throw him in there as well. But you got to figure throughout this entire battle, it's going to be uh, Kirakasukas, Liam Lech, and likely Oliver Hodgson, right? The three drivers we, we expect to see kind of up front for a majority of the weekend. Yeah, Hodgson obviously got the perfect, near perfect score in Phoenix. One uh, swept every on track session, just didn't get fast laps. That went to Jake Drew in both main events. So uh, Hodgson didn't go to Tucson. So that essentially doesn't really put him in the championship chase yeah. yet. He is only, you know, 150 points out of first with Sukis now the championship leader. So, you know, a lot of things could happen. You know, Sukis <laughs> could have issues. Lech could have issues. Cole Schrader could have issues as well, too, and move him further up in, in the uh, in standings. Cole Schrader's not even going to be there or isn't entered at least right now. So he might be another one of those drivers that is racing over in uh, at NOLA for this weekend. So a lot could happen uh, in terms of the championship going in. And then again, like you said, uh, you know, different drivers that could could kind of step up and kind of make things uh, interesting. Eddie Shimon, one of them, knows a lot about the Sonoma racetrack, mm-hmm. so that uh, that could be that could be a wild card as well too in the championship. Alone, let alone the, the 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 podium results for the weekend. I'm really interested in when, when you get the spreadsheet out, David, because you know, let's see what Hodgson can do if he comes out of the gate and has a perfect Saturday. How, how you know, and Sukas potentially has some issues, as does maybe Lech. I think it'll be interesting to see how things shake down in terms of the calculations moving forward because a lot of points up for grabs throughout the day, right? Yeah, 100 and what is the perfect score? 115 is a perfect score. So, no, sorry, 120. That's the perfect score because then you okay. get the fast lap bonus. So, um, so yeah, you know, 120 points, so 240 for the weekend. You know, that that gives them a lot of points. Uh, you know, in terms of championship chase, almost up to 500 to where, you know, Jake Drew sitting at 422 overall, you know, he could still, he could still end up third in the championship by not even being at the, at, in Sonoma. Again, it all depends on how things shake out, but I would think Sukis and Latch, they're, they're not going to have, they're, at least they're not going to have any issues themselves. It'll, it'll be, uh, it'll be something that, uh, happens to them. Or again, you never know about mechanical. Mechanical issues always happen as well, too. So, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. But I do I I do like the the the, the craziness that Hodgson might have a chance to land on the championship podium. <laughs> there's a storyline, right? Can, exactly. Can, That's exactly it. Where there's a storyline there, we can we can we can follow up. Sure, and Oliver, you know, obviously has the talent to get it done. It all depends on whether they dial things in. Twenty three pre-entries in total in junior hundred CC. The twenty twenty two winners thus far: Gonzalez, Lambert, Vasquez, and Cameron. Four different winners, David, for the four different races. Are we going to see potentially? Do we go six winners? Do you think? We did last year. That was the storyline in this category. We had six winners in the six different rounds, and and it was truly an exciting category. And I think it's kind of held that 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 banner for twenty twenty two thus far. And I, you know. I, Cameron, you know, as a former winner, one, you know, this is his home racetrack. So you got to expect him to be kind of yeah. the measuring stick going into the weekend. Lambert, though, another NorCal driver who won round two in Tucson, you know, that he could be another driver that's up there as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Vasquez isn't going to be there. So that's uh, we won't have a repeat winner with him. Gonzalez will be there. So we have three different drivers trying to uh, to add to their win total in 2022. I, I'm thinking if we're going six winners, maybe put some spotlight on, on a Cooper Eau Claire, Steven Eisert, or John Antonino. Those are three drivers I think could step up and potentially find a win, right? They, they, they could be up front for sure. Yeah, you got to go Eisert for sure. NorCal driver knows the racetrack yeah. very well. Uh, sitting sixth in the championship. Eau Claire sitting second 
in the championship right now, only 16 points out of first behind uh, Christian Cameron. So Eau Claire was pretty good last year and didn't quite get the results he wanted. I, I think he might have picked up a win based on penalties last year. Let me double check that. But um, I know Isert was uh, was among the front runners all of last year there. Yeah. So, yeah, Cooper Eau Claire picked up yeah, the the victory in the final round there. So he's got a win in Sonoma. It's his only victory there. Isert won round five that was at Sonoma. So those two drivers both have wins last year at Sonoma. So they, they're probably the uh, the favorites in terms of trying to keep it six drivers. <laughs> hey, listen, with the four different winners this year, the other cool thing is no one's been able to kind of step out, right, and, and get multiple wins to take a big point lead. You mentioned Cooper O'Claire only back by 16. Uh, Gonzalez by 37, Tristan Young by 77, and and Lambert 81. 81 points, David, separating the top uh, five drivers. This championship, totally wide open still. Yeah, again, Isert sitting in six, 131 back. He could come in and and do a, a full weekend sweep and get maximum yeah. points and put himself at least maybe a battle for third. Uh, you know, depending on, you know, how things un- unfold, because again, you know, if you have two bad rounds this weekend, that that's going to certainly hurt you. Uh, so again, he's going to need some racing luck on his side, but again, pretty cool uh, championship chase. This will be the one that will be on the spreadsheet uh, all weekend. For. <laughs> yeah, it certainly will. Uh, just like masters rock masters, hundred CC has been dominated by one driver. Ian Kunches. Uh, has won all four races, 11 pre-entries coming into the event. He has an 84-point lead over David Pergande, Mike Weatherman in there as well, Preston Newberry, uh, also there within 97 points. Top seven in points, all competing. Uh, so we got a bunch of drivers, David, here at 100cc Masters. Let's cross our fingers we get a couple of locals to, to puff this class up a little bit. But again, Ian Kutcher is in a really good position to win this title. Yeah, I don't think it's so much dominant. He's just been able to win those those main events. Yeah. It's not like a Derek Wang dominance because True. all these drivers have been in the mix. It's just Kunches has been able to come out on top. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the the same type of battle we're going to see this weekend. Uh, you know, Kunches I think picked up a win last year in this category. Let me double check that. But you know, I think we're still going to see that that tight battle up front with the multiple different drivers you know, in the mix trying to go for it. Yeah, Kunches finished uh, third and second uh, as Carlos Calderon and Mike Smith picked up victories last year. So, again, I still see a multiple driver lead group all weekend long, just like we've seen uh, all year. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. This this has been a really, actually a really good class throughout the entire year with guys battling back and forth, different guys getting the pole position, qualifying. Ian Kutchus has just been the guy that's been able to kind of stay out of trouble, use that speed he has to be able to pull away. Uh, we also mentioned that Brett, uh, Brett Harrelson and Luke Tracy all in. Top 10 in points, all on the grid. And again, hoping for some more late walk-ups to uh, pump this one up a little bit. All right, guys, final break of the action on this edition of our EKN Outlap. Mini Rock and Micro Rock will preview them after this. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Cartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis. And as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find out about the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive and drive package with an official North American race team, contact Cartsport North America through their official website www.cartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products 
are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome to the final segment of this edition of the EKN Outlap, episode number 36, March the 22nd, Tuesday. We're going to be heading uh, west to fly into San Francisco this coming weekend for the final rounds of the Challenge of the Americas. We're looking forward to what is always good racing at Sonoma uh, Raceway. David, 14 entries in total in the Mini Rock category. Two drivers have been able to win so far, Ashton Moon and Gage Corn. But uh, the battle for the championship, a lot closer than just having the two drivers who have won, correct? Uh, yeah, it is. It's going to be a pretty intense and interesting scenarios as uh, as this championship unfolds over the last two rounds. We have Gage Corn. He's got two victories under his belt. He also has a DNF from that second round in Tucson. So two wins and a, uh, a third-place finish are his three best results going in. He only holds a two-point advantage over Matteo Quinto, who has two podium results in Tucson. Exactly. Uh, and then you and then you add in Turner Brown, who's 33 points back. He also has one podium finish. So then you look at Ashton Woon. Ashton Woon has two victories, and then I want to say a top-five finish in Tucson. Unfortunately, suffered a disqualification in round four. Uh, I want to say it was for, for tire width, or not tire width, but um, cart width. So that is a disqualification. I'm not sure that's a droppable DQ. So, oh, yeah, uh, right. so he might have to count that race uh, and then drop what right now would be his top five finish in Tucson. So that loses him. So that drops him basically over a hundred points out of first when you uh, when you factor in the drop that way. So Moon has the ability. Maybe he can come in, pick up you know two more victories, and and put himself maybe in the top of the championship. Uh, and then forcing that uh, that top five finish to be his drop. But uh, that's something we'll have to clear up again. We're not sure what's droppable, what's not droppable, because, um, you know, different series have different rules on on what they allow and don't allow for for removal for the uh, the championship. So that's something we'll we'll get a uh, hold of on Friday when we get trackside. But uh, yeah, the, and then you throw in Braylon Edwards, who's sitting fifth, only 53 points out of first. So a lot of different drivers in the mix this weekend. Yeah, Braylon Underwood, you mean, indeed. Braylon, yeah, Under yes. Yeah, Braylon Underwood, for sure. Two points up front, like you said, between Corn and Quinto. Turner Brown. Knows this racetrack with GFC, local track for Turner, which is good. Um, you know, I think you'll throw Ty Fisher in there, the, the, the race lab driver who's been getting quicker throughout the uh, the, the the weekend as well, or out the year as well. Um, I, I like the battle up front here because uh, this particular racetrack, I, I think it always races really good with drivers in the cadet categories too, right? It's so, it's wide open enough and flowing enough that you can get, you know, five, six, seven carts in a, in a front pack that's what i'm looking forward to this weekend david it's is a is a, a event where we see a bunch of drivers up front and they got to play the strategy game and ashton moon's gonna have to like you said if indeed he can't drop that technical dq or that that dq that he had from round four he's gonna want to come in and sweep the points because not only are you taking points for yourself you're taking points away from other drivers as well ashton may have to sweep to get this championship that's exactly it. And, you know, we've seen that group racing all, all season long at the challenge in mini rock category. So I, I would expect to see that happen once again. Yeah. Maybe you'll see a couple drivers kind of step out and, and maybe will be able to break away. That's if they work together. If they don't work together, then, you know, the group, the pack is going to come back right in. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. Uh, we, we've had, actually at one point had a handful of micro rock drivers. What are we seeing here right now, David? Casey Hodge has kind of swept thing. He's been really good 
considered in the micro rock category. What do you think? What do you think about? Is there any possibility for some uh, at track entries for micro rock? I don't know. I, I you know I haven't looked at the results from last weekend, so I'm not sure what the contingent is for the okay. the local scene and the micro rock. You know, we'll see Case and Hodge there. He's not entered. Uh, Julian Sanchez and Rocco Simone are the only drivers entered. We know Simone probably won't be there. He hasn't been at the other two events as well. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably be in, in Texas, uh, with Parallel USA there. So you got to expect, uh, you know, Kaysen will, will be competing against Sanchez. Again, they race with the mini rock class as well. Um, no word on Popescu, uh, Luca Popescu. We, I, I sent out a message in here back if he's either there or not going to be there at all. So, yeah, we'll see if uh, we can get some walk-ups. Again, this is a category we've seen continue to grow. Unfortunately, we're not getting the numbers this weekend that we've seen in the previous uh, two weekends with uh, you know the local contingent uh, adding to the numbers. Again, folks, looking forward to getting to Sonoma for the final round of this year's Challenge of the Americas. It's been a good season, some great racing as well. Uh, it's, uh, Throughout the weekend, make sure you follow us uh, on ecardinews.com slash live. We'll have our my live play-by-play uh, uh, -play throughout the weekend. Looking forward to that, of course, getting back into the booth there uh, at the Challenge. Always great racing. As a commentator, you, you want to go to a track that leads itself to great racing. And this is one of those facilities where I know I'm going to be calling passes in probably five or six different parts of this racetrack. It's just so raceable. Had a chance to actually race there at the Challenge a couple of years ago and really enjoyed it. Should be a fantastic weekend. Follow us on all our social media platforms. As you know, David, we have things rolling. Uh, we'll have our top tens for all the sessions on Twitter and Facebook as we do. We'll get a ton of stuff going on on our Instagram page. We're doing our tent talk as well, live on YouTube and Facebook on uh, Friday evening. David, we're, we're dialing that in with the guys from Ron White Racing, correct? We are. We are looking to go to the CRG home of NorCal, with, which is uh, Ron White Racing, and uh, and talk with Ron himself and and a couple other drivers. Hopefully, we'll speak with Kevin Woods. It'd be great to uh, to kind of sit down and talk with him. That's a driver that uh, could be one of those drivers. You know that that news of the KZ uh, Masters program happening at the FIA that. World Championships. You know we're we could see some of the drivers here at the Challenge competing in that over there. Agreed. Make sure to follow us as well. All the hashtags, hashtag EKNACOTA, hashtag Let's Rock, and hashtag Sonoma. We'll be using those as along with hashtag Team Cooper Tire. Big thank you to Team Cooper Tire for being on board with us again as part of our ECAN Trackside Live program. That's it for the Outlap, folks. Diving through all the categories that we'll see. This edition, of course, brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. And as I said, both David and I trekking into uh, Sonoma, San Francisco, uh, later this week to get things underway. Final round of the challenge for the 15th year. Uh, what a tremendous run it's been for Andy Saisman and the whole FTK Promotions crew. Bigger things, of course, to come in the future. And looking forward to capping off this edition of the championship, March 25th, 26th, 27th. Sonoma Raceway, one of the finest tracks in the country. I am looking forward to uh, to being there once again to call all the action. Hope you join us throughout the weekend. Should be a fantastic battle in every one of the categories. The championship's up for grabs in many of them. Not all, of course. Derek Wang has things pretty much locked, as does Ian Kunches in those two Masters classes. But, uh, yeah, we definitely have battles in Shifter and battles in our 100cc categories as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the EKN Outlap. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.